Hey, welcome back to the podcast, Optimized. Today we got Adam Ponyataski. Hasn't been on in a minute, but I'm glad to have you on. Thank you, sir. We're sitting here. Beautiful view in front of us. Beautiful day in Colorado, man. Yep. So I've seen that you've had some exponential growth recently with your uh, physical gains. Oh, actually? Yeah. I appreciate that, man. The legs, everything is just coming in beautifully. Thanks. Thanks. Genetics are insane, too. Yeah. Have you like switched something up or? Uh, I think I'm just kind of, I'm starting to try to like eat more. Oh, yeah? Makes a big difference. But also just like, I think I kind of plateaued for a little bit and now we're on the way up again. Yeah. You know how it goes? How kinda did you plateau? Like, um, I mean, it's just like, I feel like it kind of goes like this in lifting sometime where um, you start your, your weight goes up, right? Uh-huh and but your numbers kind of stay steady so your your weight goes up body weight and then yeah so you keep doing the same amount of weight but then it stops plateaus but then your numbers go up do you huh. know what i mean i haven't realized that so i've kind of seen what you i've found this pattern. is that i uh when i first started working out everything just went up like yeah the body new, weight newbie gains man the newbie gains that's how it goes and then i hit like a wall with my weight and um numbers numbers then i started eating more and that's when i started to realize yeah it, realize it makes a big difference more gains. but yeah i feel like that's kind of how it was for me but yeah it was like my numbers were going up but my weight wasn't and now isn't that what know. you want though yeah well are you going for depends. strength or are you going for aesthetics both yeah yeah i mean i'm just trying to put on weight really same with me yeah right now um so how much are you eating enough do you track your <laughs> calories no i don't one thing i started doing um when i hopped on this bulk was i did the calorie tracker thing have you ever done that no so you type in your like weight and stuff and uh, height weight and then it tells you how many calories you need for your maintenance and then i make sure to and then it gives you how many calories you need for like half a pound a week I don't know how accurate it okay. is, but that really helped me. And then I uh, just yesterday, actually, I started using MyFitnessPal. Oh, yeah? And you can just log everything you eat, and it gets you to your exact calories. But then it also shows your macros, too. So carbs, protein, fat. Nice. And one thing I noticed yesterday was I was not getting nearly enough carbs. Yeah? So I ate so many carbs, and I noticed I have, like, a lot more energy. Yeah, it makes a difference. Maybe you should hop on that. Uh, yeah, it's not that hard either. It's just a matter of doing it, you know. Yeah, it's the <laughs> it's the yeah. discipline is yeah. key. Well, with the amount that I've been lifting and stuff, I really should because I'm like, I I'm not. It's weird to say, but I feel like I'm kind of like a hardcore lifter now. Yeah. Or it's just like it's my sport. Every kind day. Of, uh, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. You're like addicted to it now. Dude, honestly, I can't go a day without it. Yep. I mean, I do skip, you know, well, I don't skip. I take a rest day once a week, right? Yeah. Cause you What's your split that. looking like? Push-pull legs. Yep. Yeah, just the standard. I was telling your dad about um, my split, and he's like, he's like, I bet your split is very similar to Adam's. And I'm like, yeah, it probably is. <laughs> Everyone does like a variation of push-pull legs. Yeah. I do back and by well I do chest try back and by legs and then shoulder and bicep because okay. I, I feel like it's a little too much to uh 
get the shoulder in on that push day. Plus, yeah. I want to grow my biceps a little more. That's fair. That's fair. So push, pull, legs, rest. Do you well, feel like you get an adequate amount of shoulders in there, though? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, push days usually tend to last longer. Yeah. So, yeah, we're usually just It's like just a two-and-a-half-hour day. Yeah, an hour-and-a-half minimum, yeah. yeah. Up to two-and-a-half, pretty much. Depending on sauna and stuff, too, yeah, it goes... It's a long it time. It goes a long time. But, yeah, it's tough to get everything you need to in, but we we make sure we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many exercises do you do, like, per thing? Uh, Per workout? Like, I usually like, do... Uh, for chest. Like, for chest. Okay. We always always start with, like, bench or incline. Incline bench. Um, start with the compound movements first? Yep, yep. And then we'll do usually... What kind of reps do you do, though? I either do a pyramid, like 8642, or 3x8, 3x6 sometimes. Mm-hmm. Have you found that that's, like, got, got your numbers up? The pyramid, definitely. Like, really? those, those really help with numbers. That's like, weird because uh, I used to do the pyramid, and that's when I didn't see any growth. But then I started doing, like, 5x5. Five five. Mm-hmm. That's when my bench press started to shoot up. So really? you got to find what's right for you. It could be different for everybody. Yeah. I think it's important, too, sometimes to just, like, change it up. Because if you do the same thing forever, it seems to, like, kind of stop yes. doing what it's supposed to. One so. of my... Uh, one of my boys, uh, Nathan Wood, was on the podcast. He, uh, he's, I've been working with out, out with him for a while now. Yeah. And he's one of the things, the greatest things that I've learned from him was, um, he always, like, he never tries to do the same workout twice. He always switches something up, and I've doing that. Yeah. And that works. Yeah, it's also good to try new stuff. You know, even if you suck at it at first, yeah. you gotta, you gotta try stuff because that just adds to like the fun of the yeah the exactly fun of the game. Mm-hmm trying new stuff out so you do four things what do you do with the rest of the bench press um rest of chest uh yeah so we do chest we do flies usually like some variation of flies so we either do like cables like low to highs do you know what i mean oh yeah i taught you those um, yep yep low to highs Goated. like cable flies um dumbbell flies for chest um close grip sometimes too for tries and chest so use about four to five things um yeah and then i mean we got mixed in there you know we got like lat raises shoulder press so do you do like one thing for chest and then do another thing for shoulder or do you do all chest i usually try not to just do all my chest at once because i like to rest hmm. it you know in between really but I feel like you get the best pump from doing all your chest at once. That's what I like doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, we usually do, yeah, we do a compound, usually a couple compounds. So yeah, we'll do like incline, bend, shoulder press, stuff like that. We'll usually do like two out of the three. Then uh, do you have like, on your flies, do you do like the same thing that you do on bench, like hypertrophy and... What kind of rep ranges? Uh, usually, like, I usually do, like, 8 to 10 or 8 to 12 usually. For the flies? Yeah, I try to go higher reps for, like, usually, like, lower reps on the compounds and higher reps on the, like, isolation type yeah. stuff. That's what I usually try to do, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you've seen some exponential growth. Thank you, sir. Yeah. The vascularity is insane. <laughs> Appreciate that. So I, want, I wanted to talk about the importance of routine today. Um, okay. You get in there every single day. Six days a week. 
six days a week. So do you do push, pull, legs, push, pull, legs, repeat, or rest day and then repeat? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. So what are some things that you do for like your daily routine? Like maybe start with your morning routine and how does it keep you like balanced? All right, morning routine, I wake up, you know, usually it takes me a couple minutes to get out of bed, not gonna lie, it just yeah. does. Why is that? I don't know, probably just lack of motivation to go to school. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe you gotta find something to like, uh, we all have those days, I definitely have those days where it's hard to get out of bed. Yeah. You gotta have something, like, I know when you just think about going to school, it's like, Man, Oof, I don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah. But then you have something exciting to do after. That I helps. This is gonna be a good day. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Takes a few minutes. What are some things you do to like get yourself up and motivated out of bed? Uh, usually once I get out of bed, let's see. I have a loft, so I climb out of bed, and then uh-huh. I'm up. I'm up and I'm going. So and you're on the. What, what do you mean by a loft? So it's like I have a desk underneath and then it's like a bunk bed with my bed on top. Okay. So yeah, I gotta climb down, and I can't get. It's not like I just fall back on the bed and go back to bed. I'm up. Yep. Which is kind of nice. Cause you don't want to climb all the way back up there. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. It's nope. also like it kind of stinks cause you can't you know just roll out of bed. Yeah. And you go gotta to the climb out. In the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a pain, <laughs> but. I mean, yeah, once I'm out of bed, I'm out of bed, and then I usually just kind of get my stuff arranged. In the morning, I'm pretty much all business. Yeah. I just get stuff done because it's like I wake up like 40 minutes before I got to leave. So I get up pretty much, I eat, make my lunch, and then I, I head out pretty much. What do you eat for breakfast? Um, usually, It's like kind of depends. I really don't like eating cereal for breakfast anymore. Oh, yeah, I haven't eaten cereal it in a just long likes, time. It just like doesn't taste good i mean it tastes good to me it's uh, i like it i just i don't find myself craving it at all yeah it's like i usually have trouble eating in the morning just because like i'm not usually hungry but then i do eat and i still end up getting hungry like in second period do you feel like you've moved on from like more of a eating for the taste and more eating for just nutritional purpose to a little bit yeah yeah and i it's interesting, I do see myself actually craving more like high protein, like lean, mm-hmm. good food, you know? Yeah. It's interesting how that works. Crave the carbs, crave yeah. the rice. Mm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I started eating um. this past week. I, I had this like three or four days, but it was um. like a yogurt parfait. So I got this like Chobani or Oikos. Do you know the triple yeah. zero yogurt? Nope. It's super good. It's got like 17 grams of protein per serving. Oh, like I think I've heard no, of this. no sugar, no fat, something like that. Yeah. Or no added fat, but it's like, and then I just dump a bunch of granola on it, mix it up, and just eat it. That's, That's usually pretty good. Yeah. It That's gets good. me through a couple periods. Then I usually eat like a protein bar. Okay. Yeah. Tastes like chalk, when but I still school. crave it. Yeah. It tastes like chalk. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. But I find myself craving it because I just like my body wants that protein. And you, know you do this mean? like nearly every day. Pretty much, yeah. I always throw like trail mix in my bag too, because like just in case I get hungry, I want something like that, and it's like you know good high calorie. It fills you up. Mm-hmm. So the humans are that. a uh, machine of uh, repetition and routine. Mm-hmm. So you um, you do almost the same thing every day. Pretty much, and it's been working. 
Yeah, it has. So uh, continue on with your uh, routine for the day. Okay, yeah. So we get up, we eat breakfast, make a lunch. Uh, if I some, I go out to eat like once a week with my friends. Yeah. So does that add up? Like money wise. Yeah. Kinda. I've been trying to avoid it, but you know it's tough. Yeah, that's why I try to go like I only go once a week. That's good. That's my limit. Some people be going every day. That's crazy. Multiple times a day. Yeah, I know. I don't know how people afford that. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Or they work, you know, they work every day too. So they're pretty much just breaking even. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the thing I don't like. It's tough to uh, actually get my finances to grow. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like today. Mm-hmm. I got to spend so much on like car and stuff. Yeah. It's a I, challenge, but I do what I can. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I make usually like a peanut butter and jelly or something, or uh, what else have I been making for lunch? Eggs. Peanut butter and jelly, not eggs. Oatmeal? Not for lunch. Peanut I had that butter? for breakfast for a while Protein though. shake? Not for lunch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's usually like a peanut butter and jelly. Something I just, I keep a cooler in my car, you know, so I just grab that during that's lunch. Sick. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good life hack. Mm-hmm. Just a little, you know, a little lunch cooler. Always keep a cooler in your car and throw a ton of food in there. Yeah, honestly. So whenever you need it, mm -hmm. it's a good hack. Also, another hack, school has free lunch. Uh -huh. I grab that almost every day during fifth period and I, then eat my that. lunch during lunch. I've been doing that every day. Yeah, yeah. I have sixth and seventh off, so I just, uh -huh. I get it during like fourth and then I eat it and then I go home and eat another lunch. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good. They don't have awful food there either. Yeah, you gotta get the, um, <laughs> you gotta get the uh, pork bowl. Have oh you yeah? The pork bowl? I don't think I have. Like the barbecue pork? No, it's just like, po or like, like the burrito bowl? Pork. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like pulled pork with rice with beans. It's fantastic. The burrito bowl thing? It's like real food. <laughs> oh yeah? Okay, yeah. okay. I mean, they have pretty good, like, Bosco sticks and chicken sandwiches and yeah. stuff. I've had that. I think I had the pizza, like, once. Yeah. Arthur says that as, as the uh, chicken sandwiches are better than Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> they're not bad, actually, dude. Like, they're not bad, but they're not better than Chick-fil-A, I would say. I don't, I don't think they're better than Chick-fil-A either. Um, I mean, their burgers are pretty bad. Yeah, I've never had. I, I mean. <laughs> last time I had one of those was sixth grade. Yeah, they're not good. You, you just, they're so dry. They're bad. It's just not, not it. So you get out of school. What's your uh, routine looking like after school these Root days? Okay, after school, we get home. I pretty much, I usually just like eat and go to the gym or eat, take a nap and go to the gym. Oh yeah? It's How long of a nap? Of those two. Um, usually somewhere between like 30 minutes to an hour. Really? Yeah, so I'll usually get home eat nap if if i'm taking a nap i eat nap and then i get to the gym around like 4 15. so yeah it's a good usually around like do you feel like 30, really rejuvenated after that nap oh it's so yeah it's nice really yeah you kind of just you just relax you know kind of just let the day soak into the mattress mm -hmm. and then you get up and you're just like all right let's do this but then do you feel like you can sleep good after like yeah at night yeah, because usually when I take naps, it's like I didn't get as good a sleep the night before. Yeah. So it usually helps to balance it. Plus, it's not long enough that it's going to, like, I see. that it's going to keep me up. Yeah. Have you ever had times where it's bad, though? Uh, I mean, it kind of depends on the day. 
Um, usually if like, if it's going into like a Monday or Tuesday when my sleep schedule is a little off from the weekend still, or I'm still like catching up, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's when it can, I can over nap a little bit, but usually it's fine. I see, I see. Yeah. Usually I try to avoid naps because I feel, I feel like it's going to make me like sleep bad at night. Yeah. I mean, but it's not, for me, it's not bad if I do it like three o'clock, you know? Okay. Yeah, I used to do this before my soccer games, too. Yeah. Like, I'd get home from school, lay on the couch for a good, you know, 30, 40 minutes, and then get I see up how and that, drive How that game. could get you real rejuvenated. Oh, yeah, it's it's good. Ready to go. Yeah. I think the, the key is to not, you actually have to fall asleep, so you got to lay there for a little while, you know? Yeah. You can't sleep for too short, and you can't sleep for too long. You ever heard, like, the 15-minute power nap thing? Yes. Would you think that's too short? Um... I think for me, yeah. Hmm. But I mean, I mean, it really depends, though. You know, on how much yeah. sleep I got the night before and yeah. how tired I am, I guess. But in my case, it's usually 30, 40 minutes. It's good. Mm-hmm. All right, and then you go to you go to the gym. Go to the gym. Every day, almost. Almost. And then we just tear it up. You tear it up. Tear it up. Have a nasty workout like we talked about earlier. Absolutely best part of the day in my opinion oh yeah get you feeling fantastic heck yeah what do you notice about after your workout what changes in you uh i'm usually pretty sweaty <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's just like i feel like relaxed after a workout you know what i mean like and hungry usually uh -huh. but i find my mind is refreshed yeah very relaxed mentally. One of the things I talked about on an earlier podcast was um, if you're having like a bad day, you got to get physically right first, and then you can move on to your mental. It's yeah. The, it's, the, it's the Maslow's Pyramid. First thing is physical, next thing is mental, and then you have spiritual. Okay. Yeah, I see that. Physical is number one. The foundation. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what's it looking like after your... Uh, your workout, what do you do? I go home, I eat, have protein in whatever form that is. Usually take creatine. Uh, hop in the shower. Creatine's not protein. <laughs> yeah. You take it along with your protein. Yes, I do. I understand. Uh-huh. How many grams? Uh, I don't know, whatever the little, little scoop is. About so. five grams? Probably something like that, yeah. Okay. How has creatine helped you? Um, I really couldn't tell you. <laughs> but <laughs> You're I, just doing it because... I'm pretty sure you. it's doing something. I know what it does. Yeah, doesn't it, like, increase protein absorption in your muscles? Isn't that... That's probably one of the, one of the things it does. The thing that I know is, like, it makes... You have ATP, right? adenosine triphosphate and when you work out like high intensity workouts the phosphate goes away and it like i don't know releases its heat or something yeah it's like but then energy. what the creatine does is it puts more phosphates in like quicker okay okay it replenishes yeah. your i think that's so right so it's like a recovery thing almost it's like a more energy in the gym okay i think that's what it does i'm becoming a personal trainer and they talked about that but all right i all right. forgot I think that's what it is, though. Okay. 
Maybe I probably should try taking it before because I always take it after. I've heard a lot of things no, about it. I don't it, think you know? it matters when you take it. As Yeah, I've heard it doesn't really matter as long as you take it like every day, yeah. you know. Same with like, you know, protein shake, right? Yeah. Although it is good to have right after you work out. Yeah, that's what I do. Oh, my, my family got me a Nutribullet for Christmas, dude. Oh, yeah. That thing is sick. So you just put all your... <laughs> you just load everything in. in one of these little cups, snap that on the Nutribullet, and it just turns it into this, like, beautiful, beautiful <laughs> Real shake. smooth. Oh, it's so smooth. I got, like, a handheld blender, and I just put all everything in, and then... <laughs> exactly. Nice. Okay. That's the key right there. Yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to experiment with putting new stuff in my shakes because I got so tired of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I used to do, I think what you said, you know, like, banana, ice cream, protein, creatine, and, like, milk. Peanut butter? A little bit of peanut butter sometimes and oats. That's what mm -hmm. I would do usually. Yeah. But I just got so tired of that. Really? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I, like, can't drink that anymore. You got to switch up the uh, protein powder. I got some chocolate stuff. I don't know how I feel about it, but it tastes all right. I tried even, I've even added like fruit to it. So really? like mangoes and pineapple. Better? Yeah, I've been adding that a little bit. It's it's pretty good. You can't actually taste the chocolate that much, which I'm not upset about, but it's pretty good. Okay. Oh, another good thing. If you add like frozen cherries. Oh, yeah. The chocolate and cherry. That's really good, I've heard actually. that's good. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to give it a try. Uh-huh. Could be good for you. Yeah. So, um, going into your night run nighttime routine, what are some tips you have, like, to make your sleep better? Like, okay, before make bed? More productive in the nighttime. All right. One of the things I notice is I'm, like, that's when my willpower is the least, so I don't want to really do crap at night, but... Uh-huh. How do you fight against it, and what are some things you do to make yourself most productive in the nighttime? Okay. Um... Well, yeah, usually winding down, um, I usually either play some video games with my friends or, like, watch TV with my family at night. What time, around 7? Um, probably after, like, 8 or 7.30 to 8, and then finish up maybe around 9 o'clock. Okay. Assuming I don't have, like, homework and stuff that I need to get done, but... Yeah. Um, so you'd do your homework if you didn't? Uh, yeah, I do my homework. I always make sure to get my homework done before I do other stuff, because I hate just, like procrastinating on it. it makes me feel like garbage so I make sure to get that done as soon as yeah. I can um, yeah then after after that you know just kind of like my time of winding down I usually I don't know maybe I'll like watch a video or something on YouTube just real quick read my book for a little bit usually for English I have a couple other books I've been supplementing though when I need to what kind of book you are reading um, right now, the one I got, like, as my supplement, it's called the Screw Tape Letters. Uh-huh. Did I tell you about this? No. Okay, it's about, it's actually really interesting. It's like a, I don't want to say it's a religious book, but, all right, I'll just explain it. So, okay. it's about this demon, okay? It's about, about demons. Now, don't. I'll just keep exploring. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. <laughs> okay. Yeah, go ahead. It's about this this one demon who, like, his nephew is a lesser demon, okay? And they, okay. like, are writing letters to each other. But, I mean, you only see the um, the uncle's point of view, 
He's you're the you're reading his letters mm. to his nephew who is a lesser demon. Okay. And it's about how this lesser demon is trying he's like his uncle is giving him advice about how to turn his like subject the lesser demon's subject so this human on earth they're trying to like get them to go to satan wow it's really that interesting sounds fantastic. and it's about like all of the motives and ways that they work it's actually really cool what are some things that you found in there to like because i could see him saying like you know things that'll make you miserable what are some things that they like say to it's you could uh, try and avoid it's it's really interesting to see like their thought process it's by c.s lewis by the way so okay. he's a good writer um so uh let me see so it's really interesting to see how they work because a lot of the stuff you wouldn't like originally think of it's like the way you see it it's like they're like trying to get you or the way you would think right is that they're there and they're like constantly trying to push you like really hard towards satan right uh -huh. but their goal at least from what i've heard so far is really more like they're gently nudging you and they're trying to get you to not think that they're there at all really yeah, so they're, it's like they slowly tempt you and push you to think in ways that you think are good that are actually bad, and that just kind of leads you What are some of those ways, path. if you so, have any? Um, one of the examples they gave is like the, the subject of the, I don't know, the person, the subject, I'm just going to call them the subject in this case, okay. of the, the lesser demon is they like just joined... A church uh -huh. okay so they converted to Christianity and they're saying the the uncle the greater demon he says not all is lost like this we could still use this right so what they're saying is like they take the other people in the church and they like persuade the subject to compare himself to these other people and to like judge them and judge himself based off of them mm so that he's not necessarily going to church for God or whatever. He's going to church like to please other people or to promote his image wow. or something like this. So it's like they're taking his thinking of something that he perceives to be good, but he's doing it the wrong way, so it's bad. Huh. That's weird. It's really, really interesting. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. I feel like there could be things in life where... Uh you feel like you're going the right way, mm -hmm. but what if it's really bad? Yeah. How are you supposed to know, though? That's, I think that is the tough part. You know, it's like you want to see through God's eye, I guess, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But it's tough to do that. It's not easy. Challenge. And that's why these demons are so powerful in your soul, mm -hmm. working, working for Satan, because... It's like a lot of the time you don't even know they're there. But the thing is what you really have to be able to do is to stand firm in what you believe. I believe or I feel like you got to you got to know what's right, know what's wrong and do the right things the right way. So go by your principles. Yeah, exactly. Staying true to your principles. Stay true to yourself. The things that try to pull you off, that's what you really want to avoid. Mm -hmm. Do things for you, do things for God. Mm -hmm. Not for other people. That's, that's I think that's kind what of. What do you the mean by thing. doing things for other people? 
or don't do things just to please other people or to get other people to other like people's you or image of you exactly yeah. exactly so it seems like it's um other people but it's like for you yeah exactly yeah. One of the principles that I live by is just uh, trying to help people as much as possible. If I if I feel if I um, I think if I live like that, then I'll be on the right path. Yeah, yeah, and it's I think that is a very very important distinction. You know, like not living live maybe to help other people or to be good to other people, not living to be seen as good by other yeah. people. Yeah. Like actually do that's it for good, not just to be seen as good. Yeah. That's tricky because, you know, maybe I am falling into the trap where I just want to be seen as good. So I gotta make sure to get that that principle right in yeah. my in my mind yeah. and what I'm doing. I think it's really important too, you know, just where your heart's at. Cause if you're it's all about the why, you know what I mean? Yes. It's like if, because you can do good things, you can go help at charities, you can do that just for the, for the feeling of affirmation and stuff. But, or just because people will see that person say that guy is a good person, mm-hmm. or you can do it out of the goodness of your heart because you want to help people. Yeah. What if you do that, the good stuff, in order to make yourself feel good? What if it's like a subliminal thought where it's like. Man, I'm helping these people, and now I can feel content about myself. Is that truly jealous? Um, Jealousy. That's I've a good. About that's, that a, that's a good question. I feel like, I feel like if you're only doing it for that feeling of affirmation, then it probably is kind of jealous, like you say. But the way that I see it is like, if you're doing it for good and you're doing it out of the goodness of your heart, that feeling of affirmation will come as a natural bonus. You know what I'm saying? You kind of feel a connection with the deeper purpose. Exactly. That's where you got to feel it. Mm-hmm. So I like to ask people, what, what's your uh, what's your why behind your your deeper why behind what you do, what you do? Hmm. It's a big question. Simon Sinek, start with why, fantastic book. Okay. You got to start with the why because that's essentially what you're going to end up with at the end of the day. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I do do things for myself. Uh, I do things for other people. And I do things for God. I'm a religious man, you know that. Um, The greater why is like, I think, I don't know that I've necessarily discovered my true greater why yet. Mm -hmm. You know? I like that answer. mm -hmm, I've... I've been walking around through life for 18 years now, you know. Um, It takes some sitting in and some thinking, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. And I would recommend to anybody is just uh, sit in a room by yourself for a few hours and you'll be amazed at what you can find out about yourself. Dude, I love doing that. This is like, okay, added bonus, weekend routine. Uh Uh-huh. Finish up the nighttime routine real quick. I bet there's not too much. All right, all right, all right. Then we can get into the weekend. I read my book, and then I usually, I pray, I go to bed. And I will have to say, if you struggle to fall asleep, praying makes it so much easier. Mm -hmm. Just tell God about your day. Maybe say, maybe tell him something you want to improve about tomorrow. Uh, Tell him 
tell him about, I don't know, intentions, you know, just like maybe things you'd like him to improve or like pray for somebody who's sick, et cetera, yeah. right? And then just say, all right, time for bed. Did Good you know night, that God. there's a uh, direct correlation with um, the amount of meditation and the uh, like success rates of people? I don't know how you define success rate, but I heard that somewhere. Okay. And prayer is a form of meditation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it always helps me sleep though, which is cool. That's good. I'd actually say about half the time I fall asleep before I even finish praying. Yeah. It's that good, man. <laughs> and nice. then, yeah. The added bonus weekend routine. Weekend routine. All right. So in the morning on the weekends, man, I love, I wake up, you know, depending on whenever when, I don't really care as long as I'm not doing anything right. Yep. But I'll wake up and I'll lay in my bed for an hour and just in my comfy bed, you know, and just yep. think about whatever is going on. Yeah. And it feels great. It's just, you got to do How it at some time. How does that benefit you, like, throughout the day? Uh, usually I have more, like, clarity, you know. You I don't mean, look at your phone or anything. I always try not to. Sometimes it sneaks up on me, but So you like to, not. like, lay in bed and just think? Yeah, just lay in my bed, think. Yeah, just up in my loft, you That's know. That's good. So you got more cl- more clarity throughout your day by doing yeah. that. Yeah, and it just it's a good time to just kind of reflect, I guess. You know, like if anything, if anything needs to change, if anything's going well, like just think about what's going on. Vroom. <laughs> That's good. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's. I might have to start doing that. It's one of my favorite parts of the week. Actually, I've been looking at my phone too much when I wake up. Yeah. Yeah, I always try not to. I've started but. implementing things from that I've learned from the podcast, and I, that might be one of them. Okay, yeah. But I love doing that on weekends, you know, just waking up in the morning and just letting my mind wander, letting it go where it needs to go. And you're all fresh. You're straight done uh-huh. with the week. And then... Good with the good night's sleep, mm-hmm. and then you're ready to reflect. Yeah. I feel like it's it could those be one of the best times, actually. Exactly. It's one of those things where it's like you think about it, you get it out of the way in the morning, right? And then it just, it's not, it's not bothering you for the rest of the day. It's not like something in the back of your mind. Yeah. It's not distracting you at all like it might normally. It just That's good. Really helps like that. I often have those things that I think about. It's like you can't quite shut it off and it's always in the back and I, I can't relax. I can't like fully focus until that thing has been done or it's been out of my way so that's good yeah yeah you still want to um last time when you ha- i had you on the unreleased version of the podcast this uh-huh. is the released version now uh-huh. you were telling me about you wanted to do um mechanical engineering okay yeah did you choose on a college for that i did i did i am going to commit to kettering university what is that in flint michigan Yes, sir. It's an automotive school, so I'm going to pursue automotive engineering. That's good. Yeah, we'll see where that goes. Following my passion. Love those cars. The passion. That's key. How come you uh, like cars so much? I forgot. Where did it start? At a very young age? Oh, dude. Very young age. It was like my mom described... Uh, I was writing this like letter to get into some of their whatever program, right? Yeah. And uh, my mom was like, oh, you should put this in there. When you were two, on your birthday, you asked for wheelie things. 
<laughs> so that's cool dude ever since i was little i've always loved cars now that i'm older and i can drive i love driving i love the machine whip. i love thanks man i love um i love the just the way everything works together and i love how practical and useful it all is do you find yourself like constantly thinking about about like cars and stuff um, engineering there have been times in the past yeah but like i always i think of things you know mechanically and like i take them apart in my head and figure out how they all work it's kind of how i how i go That's how cool. i roll nice yeah what's your end goal after college and maybe uh, even further after that i really don't know i mean i have to find what i like and what's cool about Kettering is they have a co-op program so you work like every season you switch between school and work. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, I will be interning at a company. One of the companies that um, I have a connection to right now is called Magna, Magna Corp. Yeah. It is the uh, biggest automotive company in North America. So like probably one of the biggest companies you've never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like the third biggest in the world. It's crazy. But they work with um, like engineering and all sorts of stuff with cars. Pretty much anything with cars, right? Like so you're assembly. Gonna be working for them? Um, probably. I mean, that's where I would like to intern. We'll see what other options I have. And depending on what I want to do, it'll we'll see what happens. But working in a big company like that, I'll be able to try out a lot of different things. Yeah. And uh, once once I find what I like, I think it'll just be a matter of taking that wherever it leads me. You'll be set. Yeah. Would you like to just have a um, a job where you go to work every day, come home to your family, do what you love every day, or do you want something deeper? Um, I mean, I feel like I feel like the goal of a job, you know, is to do what you love, mm -hmm. and whatever with my family or however I end up, I mean. We'll see where that goes. It would be great to just do what I love every day and love to go to work and just be really excited to do my job. And I would be really happy if that was the case. That's cool. Yeah. I, I mean, there is always, always something deeper than that, you know? And it is hard for Maybe me. Maybe it's I'd, not uncovered yet. Uh-huh. And it's like, like I'm going to say here, we're 18 years old, right? It's yeah. hard for us to imagine like you never know. settling down. You know what I mean? It's very, yeah. Like you, it's hard for you to see that in your future. Yeah, it is. You never know what's going to happen. You can have a plan, but you never know. Yeah. I I think Ben told me this. It's like when you're our age or whatever, you it's impossible for you to like imagine or plan more than 6 months ahead of your of yourself. Really? Like pretty much, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, you can have, like, goals and aspirations, right? But, like, you can't you can't figure out any details more than, like, six months away. Yeah. What I'm kind of details? Sure. Like, how deep are we talking? Um, I don't really know. I you think can plan that you want to be a uh, mechanical engineer. Yeah, you can plan that out. I mean, and that's... But, like, specific stuff, you know, like job, where you're going to live, who you're going to meet, I guess... Or yeah. What you're gonna do? Maybe it it's, could switch up on you. Maybe yeah. a new opportunity could come. You got to be ready to take it. Yes. It could be huge. And you never know. It is something that you think you love doing. Something new could come up, and that could be your new big thing that you love even more. Absolutely, man.
you gotta adapt. What things are you doing to um, get you closer to your perceived end goal today and like weekly? Well, obviously we got college, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm applying for scholarships, getting trying to get all that stuff taken care of at the moment. Um, right now I'm taking this uh, independent study or I'm pursuing it about CAD with SOLIDWORKS. Oh yeah? So what is this like a uh, course? Uh, kind of. I run it myself, so I have to plan it all out myself. Okay. Um, and I have like an end goal that I have to meet by the end of the semester. So I'm working towards that, but it's um CAD. So do you remember like in middle school when you we use like Fusion 360 or like yeah. Tinkercad? Yeah. It's like that stuff, but on steroids. Uh-huh. So... Yeah, you. I'm learning about all the different functions and all the stuff you can build in SolidWorks. Are you is there are you following somebody or learning from somebody or is it self all like from yourself? And um, figuring there's things out by yourself. It's a lot of like online. I was using this online resource and um, we bought a specific training book for it, which is actually it's working a little better because it's more like specialized towards the specific tests you have to take in order to get certified. Okay. Um, and I've just been following that and just kind of learning learning what it tells me. That's good. So, so you're doing that and you're <clears throat> taking some time to have fun along the way, yeah. which is key. Mm-hmm. Love to see it. Absolutely. Optimizing as you go. Yeah. It is, you know, I am trying to think ahead as best I can. That's like good. I said, six months, man. What's the biggest thing that motivates you for like to get all that stuff done? Uh, well, I enjoy it. Like the enjoying it. The SolidWorks is it's probably my favorite class at mm-hmm. the moment. It's just like I love doing it. It's a new challenge every time and I love to solve challenges and figure out puzzles and so far the biggest motivator for everybody that I've asked that question to has been they just love doing what they do. Yeah. So that's key. You got to find the thing that you love doing. You got to find what you love, man. Let's see. Um, give one more tip for the listeners that you <laughs> feel could optimize their life. One more, more tip. One more tip. Let's see. Uh, don't worry about the little stuff, man. I know, I know it's hard sometimes to let it go, but it's every every day you just got to try to think about it less and less avoid the little things that trip you up look at the bigger picture the bigger picture man and i know it is hard but in the long run it doesn't matter what are one, some things that one, help you like um look at the bigger picture and try to avoid those smaller things um specifically uh it's just kind of like the day to day i don't know like just trying to look at over time i feel Mm. like which is a big thing like you know one bad test it's gonna it'll eventually bounce out you'll get it up you'll get your grade back if you need to like it's not a big deal that's good there's always the next test so if you and then beyond that beyond that it's the little steps and then you got to kind of the way i do it is i always just keep getting a little bigger a little bigger a little bigger one bad test right that's fine It'll, yep. it'll average itself out. One bad grade, doesn't matter. It'll average out with your other gra- bad grades and stuff. Like, say, even, like, you lose you lose a scholarship in college, right? 
Mm -hmm. so, so big, it's a big deal, right? You lose, you lose a couple thousand dollars over the course of those few years. It's like, yeah, it is, it is a, a good amount of money, but you have the rest of your life ahead of you still. Like it's, it's not, it's not end all be all. There's, there's going to be another chance and there's, there's going to be ways for you to just keep on going because that one little thing, that one class, that one test, that one grade, that one scholarship, it, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Yeah, as long as you're huge. doing, yes, at the time it does. It does. But as long as you're getting closer to your end goal and just doing what you love, yeah. it really doesn't matter. That reminds me of one of the things I um, heard in an ebook for our work week was take the risks because the imagine like the worst possibility that could ever come to you. You don't get the scholarship. You end up $140,000 in debt. You get a job. You get fired. You're even more in debt because you bought the car. You're so far in debt. What's how how long is it really going to take you to get back to that original starting spot? Not that long, and then you're back on the road to doing even better. So yeah, yeah. The small things may seem huge uh -huh. in the moment, but really, over yeah. the course of your life, it's nothing at all. And the most important thing is not letting the small things add up. You know what I mean, True. too? Because it's like I don't know. Let's use credit card debt as as an example, right? This could be good. It's like it's a little thing, right? Oh yeah, okay. I'm. I'm 40 bucks short on my credit card bill this month. I'll just I'll just leave it till next month. Yeah. And if that adds up every single month, eventually, eventually you're gonna have to pay back you're all that. Fat, fat stats all that. that you have to pay all right? back. So the little things, I mean, yeah, they, just let them go. But if you let them add up and just keep sticking to you, then it can result in big issues. Mm. Although I guess that credit card one's kind of a bad example because it's like, oh yeah, I'm forty bucks short. It's a little thing. Let it go. <laughs> then it does add up, but like it's kind of like two different principles. It though. is. It is. Yeah, but you you also got to be responsible. Yeah. You can't just blow everything off, you know. That's yeah. good. Hey, signing off the podcast for now. It's been great dropping knowledge bombs Absolutely. with Adam Poniatowski. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me.